Chapter 4, Part 2 of Gentlemen Prefer Blondes by Anita Luz. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Jen Broda. Chapter 4, Part 2 May 1st. Well, this morning I sent for Leon, who is Dorothy and my waiter friend, and I asked him what Louis and Robert said in French. So it seems that they said in French that we seemed to attract them very, very much because they really thought that we were very charming and they had not met girls that were so charming in quite a long time. So it seems that they said they would ask us out a lot and that they would charge up all the bills to Lady Frances Beekman because they would watch for their chance and they would steal the diamond tiara. So then they said that even if they could not steal it from us, we were really so charming that it would be delightful to go around with us, even if they could not steal from us. So no matter what happens, they really could not lose. Because it seems that Lady Frances Beekman would be glad to pay all the bills when they told her they had to take us out a lot so they could watch for their chance and steal it. Because Lady Frances Beekman is the kind of a wealthy lady that does not spend money on anything else, but she will always spend money on a lawsuit and she really would not mind spending the money, because it seems that something either I or Dorothy said to Lady Frances Beekman seemed to make her angry. So then I decided it was time to do some thinking, and I really thought quite a lot. So I told Dorothy I thought I would put the real diamond tiara in the safe at the Ritz, and then I would buy an imitation of a diamond tiara at the jewelry store that has the imitations that are called paste. So then I would leave the imitation of the diamond tiara lying around so Louis and Robert could see how careless I seemed to be with it, so then they would get full of encouragement. So when we go out with Louis and Robert, I could put it in my handbag, and I could take it with me so Louis and Robert could always feel that the diamond tiara was within reach. So then Dorothy and I could get them to go shopping, and we could get them to spend quite a lot, and every time they seemed to get discouraged, I could open my handbag and let them get a glimpse of the imitation of a diamond tiara, and they would become more encouraged, and then they would spend some more money. Because I even might let them steal it at the last, because they were really charming gentlemen after all, and I really would like to help Louis and Robert. I mean, it would be quite amusing for them to steal it for Lady Frances Beekman, and she would have to pay them quite a lot. And then she would find out it was only made out of paste after all. Because Lady Frances Beekman has never seen the real diamond tiara, and the imitation of a diamond tiara would really deceive her. At least until Louis and Robert got all of their money for all of the hard work they did. I mean, the imitation of a diamond tiara would only cost about $65, and what is $65 if Dorothy and I could do some delightful shopping and get some delightful presents that would even seem more delightful when we stopped to realize that Lady Frances Beekman paid for them? And it would teach Lady Frances Beekman a lesson not to say what she said to two American girls like I and Dorothy, who were all alone in Paris and had no gentleman to protect them. So when I got through telling Dorothy what I thought up, Dorothy looked at me and looked at me, and she really said she thought my brains were a miracle. I mean, she said my brains reminded her of a radio, because you listen to it for days and days, and you get discouraged. And just when you are getting ready to smash it, something comes out that is a masterpiece. 
So then Louis called us up, so Dorothy told him that we thought it would be delightful if he and Robert would take us out shopping tomorrow morning. So then Louis asked his papa, and his papa said they would. So then they asked us if we would like to go see a play called The Folie Bergère tonight. So he said that all of the French people who live in Paris are always delighted to have some Americans, so it will give them an excuse to go to the Folie Bergère. So we said we would go. So now Dorothy and I are going out shopping to buy the imitation of a diamond tiara, and we are going out window shopping to pick out where we would like Louis and Robert to take us shopping tomorrow. So I really think that everything always works out for the best, because after all, we really need some gentlemen to take us around until Mr. Eisman gets to Paris, and we could not go around with any really attractive gentlemen, because Mr. Eisman only wants me to go out with gentlemen that have brains. So I said to Dorothy that, even if Louis and Robert do not look so full of brains, we could tell Mr. Eisman that all we were learning from them was French. So even if I have not seemed to learn French yet, I have really almost learned to understand Robert's English, so when Robert talks in front of Mr. Eisman and I seem to understand what he is saying, Mr. Eisman will probably think I know French. May 2nd so last night we went to the Folie Bergère, and it really was divine. I mean, it was very, very artistic, because it had girls in it that were in the nude. So one of the girls was a friend of Louis, and he said that she was a very, very nice girl, and that she was only 18 years of age. So Dorothy said, She is slipping it over on you, Louis, because how could a girl get such dirty knees in only 18 years? So Louis and Robert really laughed very, very loud. I mean, Dorothy was very unrefined at the Folie Bergère, but I always think that when girls are in the nude, it is very artistic, and if you have artistic thoughts, you think it is beautiful, and I really would not laugh in an artistic place like the Folie Bergère. So I wore the imitation of a diamond tiara to the Folie Bergère. I mean, it really would deceive an expert and Louis and Robert could hardly take their eyes off of it. But they did not really annoy me, because I had it tied on very, very tight. I mean, it would be fatal if they got the diamond tiara before Dorothy and I took them shopping a lot. So we are all ready to go shopping this morning, and Robert was here bright and early, and he is in the parlor with Dorothy, and we are waiting for Louis. So I left the diamond tiara on the table in the parlor, so Robert could see how careless I really am with everything, but Dorothy is keeping her eye on Robert. So I just heard Louis come in, because I heard him kissing Robert. I mean, Louis is always kissing Robert, and Dorothy told Louis that if he did not stop kissing Robert, people would think that he painted batiks. So now I must join the others, and I will put the diamond tiara in my handbag so that Louis and Robert will feel that it is always around, and we will all go shopping. And I almost have to smile when I think of Lady Frances Beekman. May 3rd Yesterday was really delightful. I mean, Louis and Robert bought Dorothy and I some delightful presents, but then they began to run out of all the francs they had with them, so they began to get discouraged. But just as soon as they began to get discouraged, I gave Robert my handbag to hold while I went to the fitting room to try on a blouse. So he was cheered up quite a lot, but of course Dorothy stayed with them and kept her eye on Robert, so he did not get a chance. But it really cheered him up quite a lot to even hold it.
So after all their franks were gone, Robert said he would have to telephone to someone. So I suppose he telephoned to Lady Frances Beekman, and she must have said all right, because Robert left us at a place called the Café de la Paix, because he had to go on an errand. And when he came back from his errand, he seemed to have quite a lot more francs. So then they took us to luncheon, so after that luncheon we could go out shopping some more. But I am really learning quite a lot of French in spite of everything. I mean, if you want delicious chicken and peas for luncheon, all you have to say is petty pay and pulley. I mean, French is really very easy. For instance, the French use the word chic for everything, while we only seem to use it for gentlemen when they seem to resemble Rudolph Valentino. So while we were shopping in the afternoon, I saw Louis get Dorothy off in a corner and whisper to her quite a lot. So then I saw Robert get her off in a corner and whisper to her quite a lot. So when we got back to the Ritz, Dorothy told me why they whispered to her. So it seems when Louis whispered to Dorothy, Louis told Dorothy that if she would steal the diamond tiara from me and give it to him and not let his papa know, he would give her one thousand francs because it seems that Lady Frances Beekman has got her heart set on it, and she will pay quite a lot for it, because she is quite angry, and when she gets really as angry as she is, she is only a woman with one idea. So if Louis could get it, and his papa would not find it out, he could keep all the money for himself. So it seems that later on, when Robert was whispering to Dorothy, he was making her the same proposition for 2,000 francs so that Louis would not find out and Robert could keep all the money for himself. So I really think it would be delightful if Dorothy could make some money for herself because it might make Dorothy get some ambitions. So tomorrow morning, Dorothy is going to take the diamond tiara and she is going to tell Louis that she stole it and she is going to sell it to Louis. But she will make him hand over the money first and then, just as she is going to hand over the diamond tiara, I am going to walk in on them and say, Oh, there is my diamond tiara. I have been looking for it everywhere. So then I will get it back. So then she will tell him that she might just as well keep the 1,000 francs, because she will steal it for him again in the afternoon. So in the afternoon, she is going to sell it to Robert, and I really think we will let Robert keep it, because I am quite fond of Robert. I mean, he is quite a sweet old gentleman, and it is really refreshing the way he and his son love one another. Because even if it is unusual for an American to see a French gentleman always kissing his father, I really think it is refreshing, and I think that we Americans would be better off if we American fathers and sons would love one another more like Louis and Robert. So Dorothy and I have quite a lot of delightful handbags and stockings and handkerchiefs and scarves and things, and some quite cute models of evening gowns that are all covered with imitations of diamonds. Only they do not call them paste when they are on a dress, but they call them diamantes, and I really think a girl looks quite cute when she is covered all over with diamantes. May 5th so yesterday morning, Dorothy sold the imitation of a diamond tiara to Louis, so then we got it back. So in the afternoon, we all went out to Versailles. I mean, Louis and Robert were quite delighted not to go shopping anymore, so I suppose that Lady Frances Beekman really thinks that there is a limit to almost everything. 
so I took Louis for a walk at Versailles so that Dorothy would have a chance to sell it to Robert. So then she sold it to Robert. So then he put it in his pocket. But when we were coming home, I got to thinking things over, and I really got to thinking that an imitation of a diamond tiara was quite a good thing to have after all. I mean, especially if a girl does go around a lot in Paris with admirers who are of the French extraction. And after all, I really do not think a girl ought to encourage Robert to steal something from two American girls who are all alone in Paris and have no gentleman to protect them. So I asked Dorothy which pocket Robert put it in, so I sat next to him in the automobile coming home, and I took it out. So we were in quite a quaint restaurant for dinner when Robert put his hand in his pocket and then he started to squeal once more. So it seems he had lost something, so he and Louis had one of their regular squealing and shoulder-shrugging matches. But Louis told his papa that he did not steal it out of his papa's pocket. But then Robert started to cry to think that his son would steal something out of his own papa's pocket. So after Dorothy and I had had about all we could stand, I told them all about it. I mean, I really felt sorry for Robert, so I told him not to cry anymore because it was nothing but paste after all. So then I showed it to them. So then Louis and Robert looked at Dorothy and I, and they really held their breath. So I suppose that most of the girls in Paris do not have such brains as we American girls. So after it was all over, Louis and Robert seemed to be so depressed that I really felt sorry for them. So I got an idea. So I told them that we would all go out tomorrow to the imitation of a jewelry store, and they could buy another imitation of a diamond tiara to give to Lady Frances Beekman, and they could get the man in the jewelry store to put on the bill that it was a handbag, and they could charge the bill to Lady Frances Beekman along with the other expenses. Because Lady Frances Beekman had never seen the real diamond tiara anyway. So Dorothy spoke up, and Dorothy said that as far as Lady Frances Beekman would know about diamonds, you could nick off a piece of ice and give it to her, only it would melt. So then Robert looked at me and looked at me, and he reached over and kissed me on the forehead in a way that was really full of reverence. So then we had quite a delightful evening. I mean, because we all seemed to understand one another. Because after all, Dorothy and I could really have a platonic friendship with gentlemen like Louis and Robert. I mean, there seems to be something common between us, especially when we all get to thinking about Lady Frances Beekman. So they are going to charge Lady Frances Beekman quite a lot of money when they give her the imitation of a diamond tiara, and I told Robert, if she seems to complain, to ask her if she knew that Sir Francis Beekman sent me ten pounds worth of orchids every day while we were in London. So that would make her so angry that she would be glad to pay almost anything to get the diamond tiara. So when Lady Frances Beekman pays them all the money, Louis and Robert are going to give us a dinner in our honor at Ciros. So when Mr. Eisman gets here on Saturday... Dorothy and I are going to make Mr. Eisman give Louis and Robert a dinner in their honor at Ciros, because of all the way they helped us when we were two American girls all alone in Paris and could not even speak the French language. So Louis and Robert asked us to come to a party at their sister's house today, but Dorothy says we had better not go because it is raining and we both have brand new umbrellas that are quite cute and Dorothy says she would not think of leaving a brand new umbrella in a French lady's hall 
and it is no fun to hang on to an umbrella all the time you are at a party. So we had better be on the safe side and stay away. So we called up Louis and told him we had a headache, but we thanked him for all his hospitality, because it is the way all the French people like Louis and Robert are so hospitable to we Americans that really makes Paris so divine. End of chapter 4, part 2